Welcome back. I'm Carolyn Stain. You're listening to Classic Lunch, proudly brought to you by First for Women Insurance here on Classic 1027. Of course, August is Women's Month here in South Africa, and I've been chatting to some truly phenomenal women on the show this month, and I'm really very, very excited about today's guest. She's the producer of some of the most popular TV shows we've seen on our screens here in South Africa, and she's truly a dynamic woman, and she's also a very, very good friend of mine. I'm talking about Rapid Blue's Keelene Irvine, and she's on the line right now. Thanks so much for joining me for Classic Lunch this afternoon, Keelene. Thank you, Carolyn. So good to hear your voice. And it's such an honor to have you on the show. I want to find out a few things about you that I'm not quite sure about. Right. Keelene, when did you first decide on the career path that you've chosen in this cutthroat industry, the entertainment industry? Well, you know, I never specifically chose entertainment. People, society, their well-being, that's my passion. So I actually started out when, when, I, when I was in my early years wanting to be a psychologist, but I knew there would be no funds. I had to work as soon as I left school. And media was my next choice. You know, Jane was Bailey. We remember Fair Lady of all Oh, yes. So at the age of 14, she was my hero. I used to imagine myself being a Jane Raffaele. And um, I was then just very fortunate to fall into publishing magazines. And then I worked for a struggle newspaper and then joined Mnet. So that was my trajectory straight out of school. And um, I do love media. I think it is so powerful. I don't love the frivolous side of it. Uh, but that is 30, over 30 years now and I've not looked back. Well, you, you really are a TV mogul and you've reached the greatest heights. What was your biggest stumbling block in getting to where you wanted to go as a woman? So I think we're talking over 30 years ago in this patriarchal, male-dominated country that, that we lived in. Being a non-white woman was an added layer of complexity with the vestiges of apartheid still very prevalent. And... Um, I'm also quite a, a, a short woman. You know, I don't have a, a physical presence. So just all those things, being a woman with all of those traits attached to it made it very, very hard. I just, I found I had to work really that old cliche twice as hard as everyone else to prove myself. Always being the first on set, the last to leave, working the hardest and the longest. And there was that, um, I can't tell you how many times I was challenged in the beginning because as a woman, I was giving input or direction and um, I'd have to prove it over and over again. So it really was the male-dominated environment and the racial and, and issues were, you know, were, were part and parcel of that. I think also what for me was really disappointing back then is that there weren't women who um, I can't stand back and say that there's any one woman who lent a helping hand, who extended a helping hand or any mentorship. And I think as women, and this is universal, we all suffer from the imposter syndrome. We all come with insecurities. And that can create a lot of head crash that can become self-defeating. So I think those are all stumbling blocks that one has to overcome. Well, you definitely, Keelene, are testament to the fact that dynamite comes in small packages. I'm sure you've heard that from many, many people. But you, you're someone who really inspires many other women. In actual fact, I think you employ more women in your company than men. 
Who is the fearless woman who inspires Keeleen Irvine? Without a second hesitation, it's got to be truly Madame Fela. She mm. is my absolute hero, and I mean, I don't even have to explain why it is for, for obvious reasons, but I really admire her moral authority, her strength of character, her intellect, um, and the fact that she's so calm. She's that iron fist in a velvet glove. She doesn't have to scream mm. and shout to make her presence felt. And so she really is, and she is fearless. She is one of my biggest heroes, and, and she inspires me daily. But, you know, women in general, I think women are amazing. And that is why I employ so many women. I make sure that, that there's no woman who would ever feel that she's paid less or be paid less because she's a woman. And I try and mentor as many women as I can. So that's a long answer to your short question. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. And um, one of the biggest problems that we face here in South Africa that really does need to be addressed is the issue of gender-based violence. How do you think that we can start trying to solve it? That's a big one. I mean, I'm heartbroken at what I see. Um, I think one has to come from a place, first of all, of empathy and understanding um, at the devastating effects that people, uh, of people who've often grown up in a fatherless home and impoverished and all of those battles and, and, and how the family unit has been broken down. I mean, it was one of the big side effects or even objectives of the apartheid system. And then I think we battle a very misogynistic and chauvinistic culture in a lot of ways, both in the African communities and in the Calvinistic communities. And one has to understand as horrific as the things are that happen, we have to understand that there's a reason and have some empathy and understanding before you can begin to address it. But ultimately, it boils down to the need for a social and moral regeneration that is critical across the board. And I think, you know, in media, we have a huge role to play there. And as broadcasters, in terms, I mean, we're a, we're a society whose appetite for viewing is around drama, and there's so much opportunity there to shape and influence and provoke and spike the different behavior. And I can't leave that question without saying that, and it could be provocative, but there are women, there are mothers, there are wives, there are sisters, there are friends who are aware of domestic violence and gender-based violence, and they need to stop turning away. They need to have the courage to say, my husband, my son, my friend, whoever it is, there's a problem here. We need to talk about it and we need to get help. We share collective responsibility on that. Mm, definitely. Um, Keeleen, let's talk about um, the shows that you have produced. I mean, seriously, the most popular shows we've seen on our TV screens here in South Africa, such as my favorite, of course, you know, Dancing with the Stars. I was there every single week. South Africa's Got Talent, Come Dine With Me, The Great South African Bake Off, The Bachelor, just to name a few. What are you currently up to? Has COVID affected your business? It has affected our business in a, in a massive way. I mean, the entire entertainment and arts industry so affected, so devastatingly. And yet, what are people doing during COVID? They are watching TV and seeking out escape and entertainment. So, yes, it's definitely affected our business in a myriad of ways, not only from revenue, but also for all the health and safety protocols and different uh, measures that we have to put in place if we want to resume business again. 
I'm very grateful to say that we do have a lot of returning shows. I mean, we've announced Bachelorette. Um, we still have the remaining six episodes to form of Come Down With Me. Celebrity Game Night is under discussion. And we've pitched quite a few dramas. So there's things in the pipeline but it's a tough space for the industry at the moment. I mean, as you would know, being such a patron of the arts yourself, um, it's, it's a tough mm. time. It's time for music, Keeleen, because we're a music radio station, and you've selected something for us to listen to that I must say I also absolutely love. It's I Dreamed a Dream from the musical Les Miserables. Why do you love this song so much? Oh, I can't listen. I can't even hear the name without goosebumps. And it's bittersweet. It's better at, at the regret and sweet in the hope that it talks about. And I think the important thing is not to lose hope as a, as a people, as a country, as a world. There are better days to come, and we need to keep on dreaming of those days. They will come. Ah, here is I Dreamed a Dream from Les Miserables. Ah, I think that is so beautiful. I Dreamed a Dream from the musical Les Miserables. And that really is such a heartbreaking song about a young woman who feels that life has not lived up to all of the expectations she had. And I think that many of us have felt that way at some point or another, especially mm -hmm. when we were younger. Tell me, Keeleen, with the benefit of hindsight, what advice would you give your younger self now? Mm, very definitely find a mentor, um, get counseling for the self-defeating head crash. You know, we have to navigate so much externally. Don't make it harder for yourself by all of the, your own narrative that, that um, pulls you down all the time. So I think that that is so important as early on in life as you can. I would definitely say don't take everything so personally. It's not, it doesn't have to be that personal. Often it's just about business. It's not about you not being good enough. Um, and be kinder to yourself. Unfortunately, we're almost out of time. But before you go, Keeleen, if you had one piece of advice for the women of South Africa, what would that be? Ah, I want to say, women of Mzambi, you are amazing. You are stronger and more powerful than you think. You've shown yourself to be so resilient to so many challenges. You have wisdom and a strong moral compass. And I say that because we all know what the country is battling in terms of corruption. So you have this moral compass, you have a voice, use it. And then again, just coming from this entertainment industry, don't get sucked into that vapid, self-glorifying social media culture. We have mm -hmm. some serious work to do here in South Africa. There's work to be done, and the women will turn this country around. So Thanks so much for joining me this afternoon, Keeleen. It's been so lovely chatting to you, and I hope we get to see each other in person soon. Oh, me too. Can't wait to share a glass of bubbly with you and Ron. Definitely, definitely. That was Keeleen Irvine, the fabulous executive producer and co-owner of Rapid Blue.